you miss about doing online school after we start doing offline school? Eating uh, during I class. F- Yeah. <laughs> First off, good evening to our listeners from Springfield and maybe from outside of Springfield. And welcome to Spring Talk. Today we are met with the host, me, Sean, Jordan, and Dylan. So let's get straight into it. So with the new rules comes a new normal to adapt to as times are changing. We are all doing a full capacity offline school. So how do you guys feel about this? Uh, I think, I mean, I've, I've only had one day of, of on-site school, which is yesterday. And it felt great, to be honest. It's just nice to have friends back talking face-to-face, meeting other people, uh, meeting teachers for the first time. Uh, but I'm not excited about the fact that I have to wake up early about uh, walking from building A to building B. It's just a hassle, to be honest. Yeah, I miss I miss onsite school. Honestly, like I'm actually sad that I was only there for a year and then COVID happened. But hey, I'm gonna. My orientation is uh, tomorrow, so it's gonna be fun tomorrow seeing my friends again. It's been a long time. Yeah, I think there's also positives and negatives of going to school. It's good that you could focus better, I think, and you could easily kind of communicate with the teachers. But waking up early and moving class to class, it's really a hassle. Sometimes if it's, for example, moving from building A to building B, since it takes a while. But after all that, do you guys really trust students to follow the school rules for COVID safety? Nope. No, to be definitely honest. Not. <laughs> definitely not. Definitely like, not. Like, there's definitely like, some students there. Like you're going to see like people gathering in the back of the classes, you know, probably some without their mask on, you know. Who knows? Yeah, 100%. Somebody's going to do that. Yeah, so it's harder for us to trust the students, but I think we really need to enforce a good rule on that. And you, since you said about the health protocol, the safety and stuff, how about wearing masks? Isn't it not a hassle, especially with PE? I don't even think we're going to have PE. Uh, well, for AFI, actually, on Thursday first lesson, we and Sean, we have PE on the oh. first two periods. And it's definitely gonna be uh, hard for me personally if I have mass and if I'm tired, I cannot breathe properly. So I wouldn't be like breathing hard. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just gonna be hard to be honest. Yeah, so PE for me, I think it's gonna be quite difficult, especially with the masks. It's hard to breathe. And with that, it's gonna take, it's difficult for us to move or PE is not really going to be as fun as before COVID, especially that we could do contact sports like football or basketball, but now we can't really do that. We have to do individual exercises, right? Yep. But after all that, how do you really, how do you think this new schooling method will affect students, maybe in the focusing department or the academic department, especially that um, on-site learning, you could really communicate with teachers better? Uh, I think focus is going to get better, but I think the first term that we're going to be back, the scores are going to drop, to be honest. I think like uh, during this COVID uh, pandemic season, when we're still in Zoom and Google Meets, I think a lot of people cheat, cheat and test, cheat in, uh, in school generally. And I don't think they're going to be able to cheat as easily 
and on-site school. So I think everybody's scores are going to drop. Yeah, you say that, but you saying, you're saying that people's scores going to drop, especially that they're moving to a new normal, they're moving circumstances that's new for them, right? So their scores will drop uh, momentarily, especially that people, as you said, uh, cheated in some of the tests, maybe. Then do you really think offline schooling is really necessary, especially with the rising cases of COVID? Uh, yeah, I think it's necessary, to be honest. Uh, well, obviously, as, as I pointed out before, people cheat. So I think uh, we need to put a stop to the cheating. And I think the best way to do that is to put uh, to go back to on-site school. Because whatever you do to restrict cheating in uh, online schools, I'm, I'm very sure that some people will find uh, a way around it. Do you guys think like... Um... If somebody in our, in like at school uh gets COVID, do you think the on-site school will get canceled or not? Most probably, if there's any cases of COVID, the school's already going to be wise enough for them to stop it momentarily, uh, back to online schooling, as that's probably the safest method possible. Imagine uh, how depressing it would be, like second day, you know, next week, Tuesday, like somebody <laughs> gets COVID, boom, we're online again, you know, canceled everything. Yeah, I think to be honest, it's gonna get canceled again. I think we're just gonna go back to school for like a week or two. And it's gonna back. It's gonna go back to online school. Somebody's definitely getting COVID, in my opinion. Well, it is a government regulation for some schools to get back in ready. Even though that there was news article that some schools would also close down in the process uh, due to the COVID numbers rising. And with yeah, that, yeah, uh, especially with Delta Con and Omicron coming in. Yep. Uh, it's, it's going to affect more people 100%. Yeah, my, in my opinion, opinion, as soon as school starts, uh, as it's a government uh, regulation, everyone has to start school. Um, the recorded cases of COVID is probably going to rise, and I'm, I don't see the school really going to be successful as if they are going to be doing it uh, online again, especially with rising cases. So my opinion is that even though people are vaccinated, uh, we can't really trust everybody to follow the health protocol really to a T, right? As we said before, students might not follow it. They could be in the back of the class taking off the masks, especially when they're talking and stuff. So the transition from online to offline, students will face many new overwhelming habits to adapt to. So what do you guys think about that? It'll be hard, definitely. I mean... Right now, like the only thing I don't like about uh, on-site is how like we're at school for half of the day and then when we go home, we still have school, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think waking up early, like <laughs> uh, I used to wake up at like uh, seven o'clock in online schooling, but now yesterday I woke up at six o'clock just so that I can make sure I wake up on time to go to school. I think that's going to be way harder than I expect doing that every day uh taking a shower in the morning is gonna be hard <laughs> relatable i mean i always wake up at 7 or seven fifteen. like boom right on the minute when homeroom starts and now yeah, i have to wake up, uh, wake up to the laptop. very very early you know yeah i think almost every student can relate to, to us yeah and dylan you said just now about like you go to school for uh, half a day until lunchtime and we go home and we still have other things to do. Then 
do you think it's going to be better for us to stop school and lunch like before uh, or that's going to happen uh, or do you reckon it's going to be better if we go home at the end of the day at three o'clock like usual definitely on the end of the day like okay for me like my mindset after like when i go home from school is taking like just resting you know just looking scrolling through your phone but since like we still have class after we go home it's like you gotta take a shower as fast as you can you know you gotta get ready in front of the laptop you know you gotta sit down for like the next two or three hours it's tiring from experience yeah i i get you in some way but if if we eat lunch at school definitely some people are gonna i mean it's 100 that people are gonna take oh, yeah. off their masks and we're gonna eat together so maybe in my mind it's gonna be like if if we go to school until lunchtime lunchtime We're not allowed to eat at school, but like, uh, eat at home, I guess, and then go back to go back to the school again during. If that uh, is the idea you said, it's going to be quite heavy too. For example, that I know some <laughs> students that live hours away, and for them to go home, eat, and then go back here, I think it's going to be yeah, quite a maybe hassle. Some some students uh can choose. Maybe like they want to go home and stay home, or go home and go back to school. Yeah, then it's that. Um. It's not gonna be enforced enough. Most students will just go home and stay home. They won't go back, even though it's very possible for them to do that. So it's quite difficult. So if you want, if it's staying uh, for doing school until 3 p.m., it's going to be quite difficult in lunchtime, especially with the taking off masks to eat and stuff. And is there enough space for social distance for the whole time? But if we stop at lunch. It's going to be once again quite a hassle, even though with we have uh, with us having 105 minutes for lunch, it might still not be enough for people to prepare, get ready, and eat. And sometimes people who's living far away, traffic and everything with school, right? So other than that, so far we haven't gotten news on what we need to do to get to school. So Do you reckon that there's going to be swab tests or any PCR tests we need to do um, before going to school, or every couple of months we have to do that? I don't. I don't think so. Like, I think it's gonna be expensive, isn't it? Isn't doing swab tests expensive? Yeah, swab tests. But nowadays, like one swab test, like hundred k. If I'm wrong. One student, like one swab test. I mean, if it's like, I think in the start of every month, kind of makes sense. But those, that's also not that accurate. Yeah, I think per month that's that's kind of like for your peace of mind only. But I don't think uh it's gonna be done, especially if the school provides it. It's gonna be expensive. Yeah, um, I think that if we need to do swap tests, the number of people willing to go to school, just for that re- uh just for that reason, people might not want to go to school, especially with people doing it for the first time. Maybe they they really won't do it. And as you said, Jordan, just now, if the school is going to be the one providing it, it's going to cost a lot. It's just not going to be good enough. It's not going to be economically smart. So I don't think they're going to do it. And I think the the best thing to do it is every couple of months, they would ask students uh, to personally have their swab tests just to be safe, just in case. Um, like so that report. we could, yeah, we could make sure that everyone's safe everyone going to school is not going to school sick or yeah yeah i think if the student uh 
where we're forced to bring like their their swap results to school. I think that will be more sensible. Uh, I don't think the school will provide it unless maybe the school could ask uh, ask to pay the school like was it hundred k per month uh, just to provide the swap class at school. But uh, I think bringing our own swap results are going to be more sensible. Yeah, I I agree, and yeah. With all the safety aspects that we need to think about in offline school or the new normal that we need to think about in offline school, especially with the transition that's the school is really trying to make it smooth, but realistically, it's going to be still be quite difficult and still quite prominent. So what do you actually miss about doing online school after we start doing offline school? Eating well, during class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as I said before, like, Wake up early is gonna be it's gonna be hard, but I think the what's what I'm going to miss most like the freedom I have at home. Like I can just go to the toilet uh, anytime I want. I can uh, wear anything I want with school uniform, of course. And uh, yeah, basically just the freedom I have at home that I don't have at school. Yeah, I think freedom is a big part of the thing that we're gonna lose, especially freedom. For example. To- like listening uh, to music in the middle of class just for a white noise in the background, right? That will have people to concentrate. But in school, you can't really do that, right? Or for example, in the middle of classes, the people don't really need to walk from building to building or from class to class. They can just stay in their chairs, wait for the five minutes to go past while playing games or talking maybe. So I think that's also another big thing that we're going to miss. What do you think, Dylan? Uh, see you again. My my bad. I was thinking about a question actually. Yeah. Um. Doing school online, we could be very free, especially with class transitions. For example, we need we can just stay in our chair and do nothing yeah. for the five minutes and play games or something. So, what do you think about the aspect that we need to need to walk building to building uh, instead of just sitting in a chair for the whole day? I mean, I mean, I was uh in PBG right in G nine. I mean, it's it's not bad, you know. It's actually kind of fun walking from building A to building B. Sometimes, you know, you get to chat with your friends on the way. I enjoy it, honestly. Um, but honestly, it, it will be a hassle, you know. Like, imagine one class is in building B third floor, then the next class building A third floor, then your next class again is in B, building B third floor. It's a hassle, you know, walking all the way. Yeah, and you said talking. Sorry, watch out. Um, yeah, um, as Dylan said just now, uh, in the middle of classes, you could, uh, from walking from building to building, for example, you could talk to your friends, right? It's quite fun. But is it, that's also one thing that online can't do, right? You, you can't really talk to your friends in person. You only can text to them. Maybe in transition classes, you could talk, uh, text them. Or maybe in classes, if you wanted to ask your friends something, someone from the other class, they might know something, right? And online is very simple. You could easily text, for example, you're doing, you're doing a math project and your friend has already done it for another one, uh, your friend. They wanted to ask them at that moment. It's very simple for you to text, but at school, you can't really do that, right? So the simplicity aspect of communication, I think it's gonna be quite diminished uh, when offline school starts. So yeah, and I think that the teachers will focus on the offline students more compared to the online students. However, this will cause quite a problem, don't you think? As online students will not get enough attention. So what do you think about that? Maybe with the 
wave tests are going to go, how fair tests are, and how it's going to be taken into consideration too. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not going to be fair because uh, term two, we had hybrid. Uh, and during hybrid, some teachers focused more on the on-site students whenever I uh, chat personally chat to them like through the chat box. They rarely ever see it. They're always focusing on the online students. I mean, on-site students. Um, what's your experience with that, Dylan? Um, isn't is your teachers also like that? Or do they focus more on the offline students, especially with the hybrid that happened a couple months back? Yeah, from uh, what I remember was my teacher was like the opposite of uh, Jordan's teacher. Like they, they focus more on the online people. One, like I don't understand. I, I'm in front of them. But they focus more on the people uh, through the screen, you know, like online. It was kind of annoying, in my opinion. Oh, I see. So it's the exact opposite. Um, so the teachers really focus more on the online for you, isn't it? Yep. And yeah, like honestly, like they put the like, uh, the teacher gives like more attention to the people online, and for some reason, I just can't focus in class. I went back to online, I can just focus perfectly for some reason. Oh, I see. So as a teacher, focus more on the online tests uh, so for tests and for everything. Um, for the tests that's going to happen, especially with the grade 10s, with their Cambridge exams coming up soon, as what I heard is that they're going to be conducting that offline. So what do you guys think about that? Well, wouldn't it be quite different to all the exams that they have taken? For the past two years now, that has been online the whole time. Um, from my experience, when I took the G10 exam, um, online, I see one of the problem was maths. You know, you gotta draw so much. While if you're doing it on site, you'll get the paper. You don't have to draw anything. Just do the question straight away. You know, while like online, yeah, just it's kind of annoying. You just gotta draw everything again. Yeah, so if it's going to be on offline. Oh, sorry, for the test you did uh, just now, uh, the one you said, was it the Cambridge exams? I think it was uh, the semester exam. Yes, oh, I, I, I don't think I had uh, the Cambridge exam. All right, you got predicted score actually for the Cambridge exam. Yep. Um, what was the difference, uh, semester exam and Cambridge? Cambridge exam is just more of the official tests that you're, yeah, it's going to be recorded away from school and for everything. Uh, well, semester exams only for Springfield. Oh, so like, like it's like mock exam. Mm, well, it's a preparation, I would say. Okay. And with that, yes, doing the Cambridge exams offline, well, that's going to back uh, to the normal, right? Uh, that's what we always did before the online schooling. But do you think students will actually want to go there? to go to a place to do an actual exam after not doing that for two years now. Definitely they will need not, to go man. Yeah, exactly. Like some people just want to see home and cheat, you know? Like, that's probably one of, that's probably like the biggest reason why like some people don't want to go on site, you know? Yeah, uh, actually at a, a couple of days ago, I set up a, a Google Forms, which I sent out to a number of people. Most of them said they are forced to go to school. So what do you think about that? I um, mean, uh, we, weren't really, we, weren't, we weren't really given the choice, you know, if you wanted to go to school or not. We, we, the teacher just said, on-site's going to start, you guys got to go, and here we are. It is compulsory. However, I think that 
a lot of the part goes to the parents, right? Most par- a lot of parents that I, uh, of my friends that I know uh, that I know still said no, they don't want it and everything, all the health protocol, yada yada yada. So even though it's compulsory from the government, from the school, from teachers, parents really have that leverage to pick if they want it to be online or offline. So they really, to me, it looks like they have too much power. If you think about it, what do you guys think? Um, I mean, in my opinion, I mean, like parents are meant to have that power. For me, uh, my mom decided for me that uh, I'm gonna go onsite school on Tuesdays and Thursdays only, because she she still wanted me to go to onsite school, but she didn't want me to go to on to onsite school 100%. Uh, but I agree with her. I think I don't wanna go to onsite school that often, but I still do want to go to on onsite school. So. Um, I'm glad my mom's there to to make that happen. Yeah, but as as I said before, it's that the, the power is needed. They should be the one. They, it's their child. They get to pick if they want to bring them to school or not, right? But imagine this: if the stu- if the students are working is together with the parents, right? They for let's say they would come in normal days, but in tests, specifically test days. They would stay home and do the test at home for a reason we do not know of, maybe for cheating or maybe for comfort reasons, right? How would that be fair to the students going to take the exams or the tests at school? I mean, it they can't really do fair. anything. Yeah, they can't really yeah, do anything. Yeah, we can't can do anything. I mean, unless the, the subject teacher is like literally for, forcing us to go to school. But I think that's that's the only reason the only reason why it might happen but i don't think it'll happen and it won't be fair yeah i think with the offline schooling and online schooling and the compulsory of going to on offline but not a lot of parents want them to go offline so they still do online i think that really makes things not fair for a lot of the students especially that's uh, for taking the exams that's online or the people think the exams for doing it offline right so let's do a scenario actually if covid is gone completely in the next week or so uh, while students are going to school what would you actually look forward to and what um, would you not look forward to what i would look forward to is not wearing masks everywhere i go um School in general, I would look forward to meeting my friends every single day. Um, maybe going out to to places after school. What I would not look forward to is everything will be so different. I uh, I'm used to everything being so clean because I bring uh, uh alcohol spray everywhere I go. Um, and after COVID, I don't think I'll bring it. So everything will feel will feel so dirty like. If I eat at the restaurant, uh, usually I, I look at the, the seats and spray so that there won't be any germs there. But now, uh, I don't know. The point is that it'll feel so dirty. Yeah, but I think at this point, bringing a hand sanitizer spray or having mask with you at all times, is, it really feels normal, right? Especially with the COVID going around. So I think that after COVID is gone, it's it'll feel weird. The transition is not going to be that easy, right? Not bring, uh, especially with hygiene being uh, an important aspect in this time. And everyone at this point is trying to be clean, trying to be healthy, trying to be as safe as possible. 
but after COVID is gone, where's that habit going to go, right? I feel like even if COVID is gone, some people are still going to use masks, you know, it's just like, I feel like using masks now is like the new normal. And okay, let's say COVID's gone, you know, this it suddenly disappear. I feel like the majority of people are still gonna use masks. What do you think? I think it's like a habit at this point. It feels yeah. it feels weird without wearing masks. Yeah, yeah, think. yeah. Like when um, you go like in public areas and you don't use a mask, it's like it's like wait a minute, something's like not right. Yeah, something's you know I mean? missing, something's you're, wrong. You're gonna feel like you're you you left something, but you actually yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's quite the transition is not gonna be clean, especially coming out of COVID in the in the coming months, hopefully. So it's it's a hard thing to do getting out of COVID, bring especially now with the new the normal now. It's it's not not wearing masks. It's not that we can go around anymore. The normal now is that we have to wear masks. We have to bring sanitizer sprays everywhere, and we have to stay safe, right? So the normal now is very very different from two years ago just two years ago so getting out of it will be a very different topic it's going to be very difficult and personally i think that the school the teachers and everyone helping with the offline school has done a fantastic job on enforcing the health protocol and how the operation is going to be done right however is there anything that you guys think that can be improved perhaps the health protocol or the teaching method I don't really know. I mean, I my orientation is tomorrow, you know, so I can't really answer that question. Um, I think just reinforce social distancing. Um, during orientation, you know, uh, me and my friends, and I see a lot of other people still getting together, like, uh, still touching each other. So I think to be safe, just reinforce social distancing. I don't know how that's gonna happen, but that's just my opinion. I think, yeah, reinforcing social distancing, especially with the COVID going around and how the school uh, has a lot of the health protocols, but realistically, students still go out, right? Students still go to malls, watch movies, they still hang out with friends. And with that, I'm quite certain that they're not as safe as they are being at school. So having the health protocol isn't really going around good outside the school, but in school uh, specifically, I believe that it's, really really amazing how they're putting it how strict they are on the health protocol and how hard they're trying to make sure that the health protocol is perfect and how uh, they're enforcing it to make sure everyone is following it um so you guys yeah. okay i have a question right um do you guys think sf cup will most likely be conducted online or offline like majority of the events i don't, I don't know, think you, it's going I'm, to be uh, quite possible for them to do it online, especially the SF Cup is mostly uh, sports, right? It's no, they're known for the yeah. sports. That's what I was going to say. How do you conduct a sports cup online? No, but like esports, like Valorant, you know, mobile, um, mobile Legends. You need to be yeah. outside or online? It's going to be online. I don't think they're going to bring like PCs to school and play it online. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So with like, saying that, um, what do you guys think about the charity concert that uh, Stuko is going to hold on site? Um, for me, it's I think it's great. They're, they're supporting charity, but the one thing that I'm looking forward to is Mr. Johari and Mr. Adit singing. It's not like yes. I'm going to laugh at them, but um, it's just I didn't expect them to be able to sing, but uh, we'll see, I guess. 
the charity concert today, right? If I'm not mistaken. It is at Friday. Oh, it's actually tomorrow. Oh. But yeah, like what Jordan said, I mean, it's kind of random, you know, for a teacher to sing out of nowhere. It is, but I think the, the aspects we have, to, the point of view we have to look at it is the health uh, point of view, right? Everyone's going to be crowded up, I think. Well, I know that Springfield's going to take very good uh, pro uh, protection against the COVID virus. They're going to social distance and have everything clean. But you think it's safe enough for lots of people to be watching that show on site? rather than doing it online? Um, yeah, I think Springfield has thought of uh, a lot of possibilities, a lot of like uh, health protocols to, to install during the concert. So um, I think it's going to be safe enough. What do you think, Dylan, about the safety and health protocol about the charity concert getting held online, sorry, offline? I'm not sure, but I haven't really seen the seats. Is the seats like, is there no space between each seats or how, how does it work? Knowing SF, they would try to get everything as safe as possible. They would take uh, heavy precautions uh, uh, from the COVID. So they would space out chairs. They would clean it, make sure everything is clean, right? I think that's the best way to go on it. And I think that's the way they're going to be doing it. I mean, if uh, they uh, space out the chairs, then, you know, safe you know, enough. The, but... the, the, the chairs are like, uh like normal there's some spaced out chairs but it's in the edge like um i mean right now the tickets are almost full it's the last time i checked was this morning it's already six tickets left wait never mind now it's only two tickets left and the seats are barely separated it's gonna be like one seat separated uh four five six seats and then separated again and so on so on it's not really that that separated again yeah, so I think that brings on a little bit more problems for the health side of it. I mean, we'll see if anything happens, but let's just hope it nothing happens, right? Yeah. Yep. I, hope I think so. the best thing we can do now is hope that uh, that the precautions for this charity concert is already good enough, and they enforce good health protocol, especially in this tight area, right? Wait, are you guys going to the concert? Personally, no, I'm not. I'm, I'm also not. I'm not. Oh. Are you? Uh, yeah, I'm going with uh, a lot of friends, actually. Uh, nice. We took out a whole row. A row, so, just for yourself. Uh, it's nice. going to be fun. Yeah. All right, then. Now with that section of the podcast done, we will get right back into the charity concert that will take place at PB3 this Friday, starting 4.30 p.m. Keep in mind that tickets are very limited as only a couple of seats are available. To secure your ch chances on a ticket for the charity concert, better start buying tickets as soon as possible, as tickets will be on sale until the 21st. You can get your tickets on bit.ly slash charity concert tickets. However, for the people not aiming for attending the concert in person, you can still watch the stream on Springfield Student Council's YouTube account at Saturday on 4.30 p.m. Now with this, we urge you to please support this event with all the proceedings from this event that will go to the donation for the victims of Mount Murray. You can all donate at bit.ly slash This has been Sean, Jordan, and Dylan with Spring Talks. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye.